Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today we're talking all things spirituality. I am really pumped to share with you my spirituality journey, some of the top spirituality tools, we'll put those in quotes, that I use inside my business and inside my personal life that have really helped me and really helped me find a greater sense of purpose, happiness, and connectedness. So I'm excited to talk about this today because it's been a while, I think, since I've shared where I'm at currently in my spirituality journey. I know I did a live on Instagram about a year ago, so I think it's past due time for an update. A lot of things have shifted and changed since then. I am a completely different person, so it's time to talk about what's actually happening now. And when we get into this conversation of spirituality, I just want to preface it with I'm definitely going to be talking about religion a little bit, and I think that, you know, I'll speak from experience, I definitely have some religious trauma in the way that I was kind of forced to attend different religious institutes when I was younger. I had a lot of questions as a kid. Like, I I specifically remember one of my, like, second grade music teachers being like, you literally ask too many questions. Stop. She was like, you need to stop asking questions. And I just remember people being so annoyed with the questions that I was asking. I remember being in Bible study and confirmation and asking questions and making the adults really uncomfortable. And they didn't want to answer questions about when I was asking about the dinosaurs and extinction, and they didn't want to give me straight answers. They got really frustrated and upset at me. And I think after that, like getting a lot of that negative feedback around being curious, it kind of, I mean, it didn't make me any less curious. It just made me a lot less want to vocalize my opinions. Like, I just didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe to speak about those things or ask those questions. And I think it left a really sour taste in my mouth for religion. And I am not trying to offend any other religions. I'm just sharing my my personal experience. I was raised Lutheran. Um, I grew up in Minnesota in the Midwest, and there is a pretty big Lutheran community out there. And I was just a little kid with a lot of energy and a lot of questions that I wanted answers to, and a lot of it just didn't make sense to me. I definitely was the type of kid, I mean, I still am, let's be honest. I'm a total rebel. I need things to make sense, and I need it to be my own decision and my own choice in order to do something. I, If I even a little bit feel forced into it or like I have to do it, oof, not a fun time for anybody around me, including myself. It is probably, <laughs> just a side tangent, that is probably one of my favorite and least favorite things about myself is just being like, as soon as I feel like I have to, I cannot. Even though it's things that I know I want or need to do, like it's just this flip that switches and all of a sudden I'm like so 
uncooperative. It's it's ridiculous. But kind of touching back on religion, I think that, you know, I'm not alone in having this experience and feeling like religion was something that really didn't resonate with me like at all. I was like this it do- a it doesn't make sense. B I don't know why I need this. C like not everybody in the religious community is a good person. So why can't I be a good person without this? Like for me it really just didn't make sense. Like it kind of felt like this you need religion in order to be a good person type of attitude. And I just was like, well, I think I can actually be a pretty decent person without that and then I'm excited to share more about this, but coming into spiritualities in my late 20s and in my 30s, now I'm like, oh my God, I'm having all these big realizations. And yeah, I think this is just going to be a really good conversation. So before we get too much further, I want to share some updates with you. If you're listening to this podcast on the day that it comes out, the 14th of April, 2022, that means today is the last day, the last day of the Big Bad website sale, meaning that I have three offers that are 22% off to celebrate the launch and release of my brand new website. I pivoted my entire business in the beginning of the year away from climbing coaching, releasing all of my climbing training programs, anything related to climbing into everything business ownership, everything brain rewiring. So to celebrate, we are hosting a 22% off sale. The first offer that is available are high energy healing sessions. I'm definitely, definitely going to be talking about high during today's episode because it has been so expansive and eye-opening for me. There are so many things that you can do in these energy healing sessions. So if you're a business owner, we can go and we can talk to the consciousness of your business. We can remove any blocks, emotional blocks. Those are really big ones. We can cut any cords from past clients. We can heal and work on your mother and father relationship, which are really going to be affecting the way that you are both running your business and the way that your business is run. Those are two different things. You and your business are two separate entities. You are not the same one. You can definitely affect each other, but you are not one of the same. In the high sessions, we can do a lot of energy clearing. This is huge. A lot of us have stagnant energy, energy that's not even ours, energy that's not serving us anymore, and releasing and giving that energy a place to go so that you can actually allow in new opportunities, people, and energy that serve you and bring you closer to your higher self. We can go into your Kashuk records, which are the records of energy. Thing that ever has happened and everything that ever could happen. So, I mean, these, these libraries, they hold a lot of information on what might be your next best step inside your business. We can also do a lot of inner child healing. There's like, I mean, honestly, so much can happen inside these sessions. There's a lot of work that we can do with amplifying your manifestation practices. So, if you are working on bringing something big in, maybe signing your first client, maybe it's your first five-figure month or five-figure launch, we can do a lot of work supporting those manifestations as well. Even if you're not a business owner, I think a high has a lot of amazing benefits. If you are dealing with any physical pain, this can be a huge one. I actually tweaked my finger just a couple of weeks ago on my first climbing trip of the year. Um, not, not a big surprise there. I hadn't really been training too much over the winter and then I was feeling like super good. Got on really, really hard things and my finger was like, yeah, this is a little too much for me. And I'm like, are you sure? I think we should keep testing it. And I definitely 
and uh, ended up spraining my finger and I've been sending a high to it and it is remarkable, literally remarkable how fast this is healing. Like two weeks in and I'm able to hang back on the 10 millimeter edges, which if you're not a climber, those are just really small edges. And usually when you get injured, especially in the fingers, the smaller the edge, the more painful it will become on your injury. So this is just a huge testament to a high and the physical healing that it can really do for your body. I use a high on myself anytime that I am sick, anytime that I have a headache, and it helps immensely. Also, anytime that I have cramps from my IUD or from my menstrual cycle, seriously, so, so powerful. Okay, I absolutely love a high. I think you can probably tell by now this is really transformative, really powerful, yet loving energy. And you can book either a singular session or a pack of three. Your choice, both of those are eligible for the 22% off. The second offer is going to be Synergy Brain Rewiring. Holy shit, I love this course. Again, I'm going to be talking about this a lot in today's episode because it is one of the main tools that I used to move further in my spirituality path and to really open up a lot of these things for myself. I have used brain rewiring in every single aspect of my business. I have used it to bring in more clients, to hit 40k cash months, to have a $45,000 launch, to have a $250,000 year, to double my income year after year. Like, There's nothing that brain rewiring cannot do for you. If you're not a business owner, maybe you're looking to improve your climbing to get stronger, absolutely you can use it for that. The main thing that brain rewiring will help you do is to rewire your negative brain pathways. Negative brain pathways can be anything from the comparison trap, so constantly comparing yourself to other people, and then of course you feel down about yourself. If you have really shitty or negative self-talk, it's going to help a ton with that. You're actually going to really learn your self-worth inside this course. Like after you go through brain rewiring, you will no longer tolerate things that don't serve you. Your tolerance for things that are like lower than what you deserve will be zero. Like you will just look at those things, those opportunities, those people and be like, nope, not doing it. It'll make it so much easier for you to set boundaries to protect your time, energy, and sanity. If you are somebody that struggles with setting boundaries, you're a people pleaser, you say yes to everything, this is really going to help you stand in your personal power and prioritize yourself. I mean, this is one of the primary rules of brain rewiring is this is your you time. These 90 days that you're going through this brain rewiring process are for you. If you're not going to prioritize yourself during these 90 days, like when are you going to? So it's putting up that protective bubble around yourself so that you can do a lot of this deeper healing work to support yourself and set you up for success in the future. Brain rewiring has absolutely absolutely changed my life. I'm so thankful every single day for it that I went through this process and that I'm able to teach this to other people. This is a completely self-paced course. You have instant access to six different modules that you can work through at your own time, pace, and speed. Working through the material when it feels good for you, I include a hundred-page workbook. That is literally so many pages that you can use to plan out your daily rounds, to journal. There are reflection 
exercises and activities in the module videos themselves. So you actually pause the video and you start to write down. I walk you through exactly how to identify these negative brain pathways, how to write affirmations, how to use affirmations, how to actually go into the rounds to prepare so that you are fully ready to show up for the rounds, do the 90 days, and get those big transformations that you're looking for. I know that a lot of my clients have used brain rewiring to improve their self-confidence, to overcome fears that they have in showing up and becoming more visible and putting themselves out there. A lot of clients use brain rewiring to actually help them trust themselves more. That's such a big one if you are somebody that spends a lot of time second-guessing yourself, doubting your decisions, asking other people for their opinions. Brain rewiring is going to help a ton with that. You owe it to yourself to be your number one biggest fan, to trust yourself, to trust the decisions that you make, and to feel good about moving your life forward. All right, the third offer is going to be for those of you that missed out on scale as a group program. Maybe you didn't want or need the group support at the time. This is Scale the Course. So this is the educational modules. You get access to eight weeks of educational modules teaching you exactly the step-by-step formula on how to create launch and sell out your group program. So if you are looking to run a group program in the near future, maybe that's in the next couple of weeks, months, maybe the next year. This is going to walk you through everything you need to know to completely build out your curriculum so that you're actually going to get your clients' results. This is a really big one when switching from working one-on-one with clients to working in a group program. You want to make sure that you're getting everybody in the group results that they're looking for. Everybody is not going to come in with the same exact goal, so you need to make sure that the way that you're teaching and your content is actually helping every single person in the group and not just one specific person. So I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that, how to create a program that feels really good and really in alignment with you. There are so many different formats of group programs, and I'm going to teach you and walk you through how to find one that actually feels good for you. There are so many different ways that we can do things, and I think sometimes that can feel really overwhelming. You can second-guess yourself and be like, is this even the way that I want to do things? I know for me, the way that I ran group programs in the beginning of my business is not the way that I run them now. They are dramatically different, and I really wish somebody would have told me like, hey, there's actually a much easier way to to do this. And actually, if you (laughs) have support around creating your curriculum, it's going to make it a lot easier on you. I also walk you through the entire launch process. Holy shit, this, this in and of itself, these modules are worth their weight in gold. If you are a business owner and you have never been taught or learned how to launch from a strategic and energetic point of view, and you were just putting offers out there, hoping the spaghetti sticks on the wall, like once you learn a launch strategy and once you learn how to launch and put offers out there in a way and communicate and talk about them in a way that actually resonate and land with people, it's going to change your entire life. Launching is a huge freaking deal. Once you learn how to do this and you start to play and experiment and plug in different variables, that is when your business is going to change. You're going to all of a sudden go from worrying or wondering if people are going to join or sign up, worrying about low enrollment to like, holy shit, I just sold this thing out. Like, wow. Okay, cool. It actually works if I have a strategy. It works if I focus on the energy behind the launch and prioritize and take care of myself and regulate my nervous 
nervous system. All of that information is going to be included in this course. This is also a self-paced course, so you can work through the material at your own point in time. And I also include a meditation to connect with the consciousness of your business. Oh my God, super exciting. I'm obsessed with this meditation. I actually recorded this meditation because I wanted to use it myself. And then I was like, holy shit, this is too good. I need my clients to have access to this so that they can hit the easy button and just go in and speak to their business directly and ask their business what it wants, how it's feeling, how you can support it. Like this is a huge, huge game changer. So if you want to learn any more about each of these containers, you can hit the link in the show notes. The sale only runs through today. Today is the last day to save 22%. You just have to use code BIGBADSALE all one word at checkout to save. If you've got any questions about whether any of these offers are perfect fit for you or not, just send me a message on Instagram. I'm at expandwithchelsea or send me an email to hello at expandwithchelsea.com. Happy to reply back and walk you through whether or not this is going to be the perfect fit for you. Okay, let's dive back into spirituality. I'm pumped. I'm really excited to talk about this because it's been a huge part of my life, like a massive part of my life, increasingly so over the last two years. I was really introduced to this concept of spirituality when I started my business. One of my first business coaches, she talked a lot about, maybe she knew it, maybe she didn't. I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but she talked a lot about like manifesting and energy. And that was my first introduction into the world of spirituality. I was like, okay, like, I guess that's something that I can get behind. And before that, like before starting my business, I took a very long break from any established religion or religious organizations. I pretty much, (laughs) I went to confirmation when I was in high school. And then that was kind of the deal with my parents is after I was confirmed, I could decide whether or not that I wanted to continue going. And of course, immediately after being confirmed, I was like, no, thank you. I'm good. Like I'm out. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And it took me a long time to come back to that. I think, again, it's just part of the rebel nature, being forced to do something. I was like, oh, absolutely not. Like, no matter what it is, even if it is something that I might have liked, being forced to do it, I just I, it's, I just had a really hard time with it. So I took a really long break, probably almost 10 years, and avoiding this topic and conversation, both spirituality and religion. And I'll... There's a reason that I'm bringing these both up together, and I'll kind of get to that in a little bit. But yeah, it was it was not part of my life for for quite a while, and I was like, you know what, I'm good without it. And during those years, like I fucking struggled. (laughs) Like, not gonna lie, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I felt like I couldn't figure my shit out. I was getting in relationships that were really not serving me. I was completely undervaluing myself. I was working for people that were manipulating me and verbally abusing me. So like it wasn't necessarily my best 10 years. And after I started my business and speaking with my business coach, I was like, fuck it. Why not? Why not just dive into this world of energy? Why not just believe in manifestation? Because you know what? Even if it doesn't work, I'm just going to I'm going to be right where I'm at right now. And everything that I've done up until this point clearly has not worked 
So, okay, I'm open to it. I'm open to this whole thing. Teach me everything that you know. And that was kind of the gateway. Um, I'll say that, yeah, that the manifestation and the energy piece. And what I mean by energy is just the fact that everything is energy. Energy affects everything and everything affects energy. So starting to really notice how my mood affected the way that I showed up in my business. That was kind of one of my big eye openers. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah, it's not just all about plastering a smile on your face and being like, everything's awesome. Like people can feel the energy behind that plastered smile. Like they know something's up. They might not be able to like put their finger on it or pinpoint it, but they know that something is happening. You're repelling people with that type of energy. You're not magnetic. You're not standing in your power. And I really started to notice like, okay, when I don't prioritize myself, when I don't give myself time, when I burn myself out and I work myself to death pretty much, like that is actually repelling people and it's doing the opposite of what I want to do and it's not growing my business any further. So as I started to be more open to some of these topics inside spirituality, I started to get more curious and I was like, all right, well, if manifesting and my form of manifesting at that point was writing down affirmations, I will never forget this. I will literally never forget this. I used to write in my journal. Um, I absolutely love journaling. I love putting pen to paper. I think it's really, really powerful self-reflection tool. And I love having kind of these time-stamped dates to see where I was a couple years ago because I remember writing in my journal, I am a six-figure business owner. I am a six-figure business owner. I'm a six-figure business owner. I would literally write this hundreds of times. I would write, money loves me. I'm a money magnet. Money loves me. Money flows to me effortlessly. Hundreds of times. Like I have an entire journal filled up with this. And at the time, uh, money didn't really love me. Money did not flow to me easily. Like all of this at that point was, it was untrue is incorrect. My brain was like, those things. My ego is like, yeah, that's that's not your reality though. And I just kept doing it. I kept affirming. I kept manifesting. That was my version of manifesting back then. And within a year of starting my business, I was a multiple six-figure business owner. So for me, I was like, okay, I guess this isn't bullshit. Like this is actually really powerful stuff. And what more is there to it? Like what else can I do And how else can I start to manifest? What if I actually lean into this and start to learn a little bit more? Am I going to be able to create more in my life? Am I going to be able to have like a bigger effect on the things that I bring in and the things that I create? And I was like, okay, like this is kind of cool. Like, hell yeah. Like it was super empowering to have written those affirmations, like literally something as simple as just writing something on a piece of paper and have it come true. I mean, it literally felt like magic. So I was like, all right, well, if I can go from somebody that worked at a grocery store, was living paycheck to paycheck, literally hated, hated my job, hated the direction I was going. I was so mad at myself for not living up to my potential. If I can go from that place to a business owner that makes six figures within the first year, okay, I'm into this thing. Like, let's go. I want to see what else I can do with this. I am so excited to tell you all about one of my new favorite products. 
and as an added bonus, you use it on your face. I have been looking for a face wash. I feel like, swear to God, it's been since I was a teenager. I remember when I was younger, I used to really love the body shop and all of the face products that I was using for there, they really dried my skin out. I couldn't quite find one that was a good match for my skin. And then I just gave up altogether. I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm just not gonna use it then because <laughs> I just didn't, it wasn't working. It was actually making my skin worse. Okay, now I'm 30 and I, I feel like I should have a face routine. This is something that not only is going to bring me joy, be part of my bedtime routine, but I really wanted to start taking better care of my skin. So I started on the search for a new face wash. Seems rather simple, right? But it actually took me down a rabbit hole. I tried a ton of different products, different clean, I'll put that in quotes because we know sometimes clean doesn't always mean clean ingredients. That's a pretty broad word that the uh, skincare industry is able to use. And I still, I still didn't find one that I loved. It took me months before I stumbled across Clear Stem. Their mission is to create clear skin from the inside side out. If you have acne prone skin, if you have dry skin, they make products for you. I'm so excited that I found their gentle, clean, calming wash. This sincerely has changed my life. This smells so good. It leaves my face feeling clean, but not too clean to where it has dramatically over dried my skin. Did you know that if you have overly dry skin that can actually lead to breakouts? I had no idea. So when I started using the Gentle Clean Face Wash, I read the instructions on the back and I realized, oh my God, I've been washing my face wrong my entire life. I've been using way too hot of water and this has just been such a game changer. The Gentle Clean Face Wash can also remove makeup, which is a massive plus in my book because let's face it, I don't need a 45 minute nighttime routine where I am taking off my makeup, doing all of these things. I really just need something that does it all in one. I cannot recommend this face wash enough. I absolutely love it and the ingredients are non-pore clogging. You would be surprised how many anti-acne and anti-aging products out there actually use pore clogging ingredients. What I really love about ClearStem is you can actually go to their website and you can search ingredients and see if they are pore clogging or not. I did that with a ton of my makeup that I've been using and Let's just say I'm definitely gonna be switching in the near future. Now I just need ClearStem to come out with a makeup line and I am good to go. I am such a fan of everything that they do. The founders are women, so it's a women-owned business and I adore spending my money with women-owned businesses. If you are curious and want to try out ClearStem products for yourself, I have tried every one of their products. I own them all and this is the only, the only skincare company that I use and trust. I know that they're not gonna make me break out. My skin looks amazing. This is the best skin that I've ever had and I'm 30. If you are curious and want to try out their products, you can use my code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 10% off at checkout. All you have to do is go to clearstemskincare.com, search any of their products. Again, I am really, really loving the Gentle Clean Cleanser. I am seriously in love with this stuff. You can also use it as a body wash and use that code CHELSEA for 10% off your order. 
I want to give you my version and my definition of spirituality, understanding that this isn't going to fit everybody, and that's okay. You know, I think this is a very individual thing, and it's meant to be. You know, it's not meant to be this blanket statement or this thing that applies to everybody in the same way. This is part of the beauty of spirituality is that you do get to customize it, and it gets to mean what you want it to mean, and it gets to do what you want it to do. So just just kind of prefacing it with that. So for me, my definition of spirituality is feeling connected to something bigger. I can use words like source, spirit, God, the universe. My two favorites are going to be the universe and source. So whatever you want to call it in your mind, it's just that that feeling and that knowing that there's something more than just you. Like we are interconnected. We have a collective consciousness that there's things happening. There's gears turning for a greater purpose or good. And I really like the concept of co-creation. I like to think of it in the way that the universe wants to co-create with me. It wants to create magic in my life and that I am the one that is responsible for bringing that magic into my reality. I'm the one that's responsible for shifting my thoughts, getting rid of limiting beliefs, rewiring negative brain pathways, doing the deeper healing work, doing inner child healing, shadow work, connecting with my past lives. I am here to do that co-creation work so that I can create the life and the reality that I want that is for my highest and best and for the collective's highest and best. Because if I'm at the best version of myself, I'm going to be able to serve more people better. I mean, it's that simple. So the more work that I do, the more that I get to really have an effect on the collective and the universe. So this definition, it might shift and change for me. It might shift and change for you. And I'm open to changing it as I learn more, as I become more connected. And I really, like, I really want to point out how, like, I had tried everything pretty much, like, in my business and trying to start a business. I don't know if you know this, if you're listening, but I actually tried to start a business prior to Lady Beta, and it was a food blogging website, and I was trying to drive traffic. I was trying to create recipes and get brand partnerships, and it was a total flop. Like, I think I made $50, and it was in the form of a gift card (laughs) from a company that I was working with, and it was it felt so hard. Everything felt so hard. And once I started learning about energy, I was like, oh my God, no wonder because I was trying to force it. It wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. I wasn't in alignment. Like I was actually supposed to be doing climbing coaching at the time. And that was going to be my gateway into the business mentoring and the brain rewiring. Like I had to follow that path. You know, I'm I'm very thankful for that first business going the way that it did because it actually set me back on this path that I was always meant to be on. I also want to share with you some of the things that spirituality has done for me, opened up for me. In case you're somebody that is questioning or curious or wondering about your own spirituality journey, I think that if you feel called to this and you feel those little like tugs and urges, I mean, honestly, if you're listening to this episode, that that's probably, you know, evidence enough for you that this is something that's meant for you to explore, to get curious about, and to try different things on. Later on, I'm going to give different examples of tools that I use that have really helped me to develop my intuition and my spirituality practice. So some of the things that 
spirituality have done for me. It's really helped me learn a lot about energy and how it affects literally everything. How my energy affects everything, the collective's energy. There's just a lot going on all the time. And I'm not saying that in like a bad way, but once you realize how you fit into there and the role that you have to play, all of a sudden you become a lot more responsible for your actions, for your own energy. It's like this radical responsibility where you are just like, wow, okay, I'm owning this shit. And in order to get a different change in my reality, I know that I need to change something within me. I know I need to change the way that I'm doing things, the way that I'm interacting with people, the way that I am showing up or not showing up. And I need to change the thought patterns that I have because if I don't, I'm just going to get the same exact thing that I've always gotten. And when you get to that point where you realize you're like, oh my God, no, like this isn't serving me anymore. I don't want to do this. No, thank you. Like is there's got to be something else out there. And I think that that's a point that a lot of people come to where they're just like, holy shit, like there has to be, why are we doing this thing? Like what? So I just am going to grow up all of a sudden, go to school, get a job, like pay fucking taxes and go to bed after working every day and that's just what I do for the rest of my life? Like, absolutely not. There's got to be something more to this. And for me, spirituality was a huge missing piece. It was like, I just wasn't like happy. I was doing like okay-ish, like not really, but like spirituality was that piece, that key that I was looking for. I didn't even know it at the time that actually can teach me how to be happy. And it was this really big eye-opening experience because I was like, oh my God, like I wasn't feeling challenged enough in my personal life and spirituality. I think you can use it as a huge form of self-development. Like when you actually get in touch with yourself, you start to explore what's going on in your head. You start to learn your mission and your purpose and you start taking action towards that. It's really activating. It's also really empowering. And I will say another thing about what spirituality has done for me is it has allowed me to reflect on and start to heal that relationship that I have with religion. So, you know, this this might trigger you. <laughs> this might not be something that you necessarily agree with. This is my truth. I really do think that religion and spirituality can be the same thing. I think that we can use the same characters and figures. So Mother Mary... Jesus, Christ consciousness in both religion and spirituality, I think the way that it's carried out gets to be very individual for the individual. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be this thing where it's organized. And that's just my opinion. That's, you know, not necessarily something that you need to agree with. But what I have started to learn is because I had such an aversion to even like saying the word God, for example, it really shut me off to a lot of things in my own spirituality. Like I was only accessing part of the information. So once I started to actually be more open and it took a while, I'm still on this path. I'm not anywhere like near healed or like moved past this. There are still some things where I'm like, nope, no, thank you. Like we're not, I'm not going into that. Like you're not going to find me sitting down and reading a Bible, at least not right now. That's just not where I'm at in my journey. And I think that being open to more of these things and starting to heal this relationship, I've started to open up a lot more of my intuition. I've started to open up a lot more of the information that is available for me to access, not just for me, but for the collective. So I will just say that about religion and kind of the intersection between religion and spirituality is that it, it can be the same thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be for you, 
But I'm just kind of putting that out there is that they don't have to be separate. I know that there's a lot of, you know, and I'm not going to speak to to every religion because obviously I'm not, you know, I'm not the the expert or the, the master of that. But I think that there's a lot of fear surrounding spirituality, like manifesting energy, things like that, that comes from more mainstream religion. And (laughs) my mom the other day, she's like, are you doing witchy shit? And I'm like, well, I mean, like kind of, but like also no. And, you know, her not realizing that like her going to church and me when I'm doing like energy healing, those are the same things. Like, we're not necessarily getting like the same benefits out of it, but we are accessing the same source and the same power. The reservoir is the same that we're drawing from. You know, when she goes and prays and is surrounded in that energy, that's the same pool that I'm drawing from when I do energy healing. So just kind of want to put that out there. I have become a lot more in tune with my own body. Thank God, because this really needed to happen. I am somebody that any time that I can kind of avoid like being in my body, I I will. And the way that I used to do that is by keeping myself really distracted. Like I always had a Netflix show on or a podcast in my ear or just something to keep my brain occupied so that I didn't have to pay attention to what my body was trying to tell me. I didn't have to pay attention to the thoughts in my head. So, I mean, once you start paying attention to the thoughts in your head, then you realize, oh shit, I I should probably take some action. And then if you don't take that action, then you start thinking of yourself as a failure and you start having all of this negative self-talk. So I subconsciously was thinking like, well, I guess it's just better not to listen to those thoughts at all so I don't have to go down that rabbit hole. And that was a really big way for me to keep myself small and disconnected from my purpose. I'm also able to connect with people in a much deeper way now. So being a spiritual person and realizing that like, wow, I actually do want relationships that are more elevated, where we can have these deeper conversations about these things, about energy, about manifestation, about, you know, energy healing and how it works and moves and healing wounds and inner child healing, shadow work, all of these things that are making a huge difference in people's lives. Like, I want relationships that reflect that. I want to be able to talk about these things. And it's really made me be able to connect with people in a much deeper level, not to mention the fact that my intuition has opened up big time and I'm able to do intuitive readings for people. I actually just did this for my six-figure mastermind with their permission, of course. I went in and received a lot of intuitive information for them, and it was mind-blowing. It was amazing. It was so, so cool to be able to go in, get this information. These are all, like, words and phrases and language that I would never use, so I absolutely know it's coming from the universe, and to be able to deliver this information to my clients in a way that these messages were meant specifically for them. Maybe they aren't making time to tap into this. Maybe they're just needing a little bit more guidance. I mean, the messages came through me to them for a reason and for a purpose. And to have those messages really resonate and land with them, wow, it's just been, it's been so incredible to open up more of my intuitive gifts and combining that with a high, the energy healing, giving intuitive readings and really letting people know what came up for me during the sessions has been amazing. Like, it's it's incredible to be able to tell people about the past lives that they've had. Like, what? Like, so, so cool to be able to access this information. 
I've also been able to step further into alignment with my mission. And for me, what alignment looks like for my human design profile specifically is success. When I am in alignment, I am successful. And I I know now, and it's this deeper trusting and surrendering to the universe, that things are meant to happen for a reason. Every trigger, every trial, every obstacle, every thing that happens that I'm like, I don't really love that. It's for a reason. It's for my highest and best. And it's finally trusting and surrendering to that, which I was stuck in victim mindset for a hell of a long time. I was like, why is all this happening to me? Like, all of this is negative. It's all bad. Like, this sucks totally blaming my external circumstances, taking no responsibility for my action, the role that I had to play in things whatsoever. And this has really allowed me to chill out as a person. I no longer identify as the type A, like, overly controlling. Like, I'm still working through some of my um, control (laughs) issues, we'll call them. As an Enneagram 8, I think that that's going to be a lifelong path and journey for me, a healing process to go through. But I no longer identify as the perfectionist who, like, honestly, like, when things get a little out of control or unexpected or unplanned, like, I'm good. I can roll with it. I am much more go with the flow. I remember that phrase just used to trigger me. I was like, no fucking way. Like, I'm not going with the flow. I am not a chill girl. Like, I'm not doing that thing. So it's been really, really nice to step into this new version of myself and really be able to be more relaxed, be able to rest and receive a lot more. Learning about energy has allowed me to really face the fact that I used to have a lot of control issues and that I really, if I'm like left to my own vices and I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not paying attention, I'm not embodied, that I will just work, work, work. And as a projector in human design, I am not designed to do that. I will burn out. And it takes a long time to recover and come back from that. So I'd just rather now with my new knowledge be more in my feminine, be more into resting and receiving and actually allowing the beauty that I spent the work on, like going into my masculine energy and organizing and structuring and planning all these things, I'd rather just allow that energy, those seeds that I planted to bloom and to not just like keep digging more and more and more seeds and then like never stopping to actually let anything come in. Learning more and really diving into spirituality has, it's changed my entire life. Like there are so many ways that it's changed my life. It's hard to like put them all down on paper, but it's been for the best. Like it, I would absolutely recommend if you're somebody that feels drawn to learning more about spirituality or you feel like you want to develop your own practice, starting with some of the tools that I'm going to recommend and seeing how they feel for you. And just understanding too that this isn't necessarily like an end destination or a goal. It's really the whole process. Like my spirituality journey has changed and shifted so much and it has opened up new and beautiful gifts and relationships, you know, not only with other people, but with myself self. And it's really just this like constant exploration energy where it gets to be really fun. It gets to be really eye-opening. It gets to be something where you're going to learn a ton about yourself. And we know that when we know more about ourselves, that's how we can actually show up way more effectively in the world. 
If you're anything like me, you might find it kind of hard to drink plain water. <laughs> I know it's good for me, I know I should do it, but I just don't really want to. It's not very uh, inspiring to drink, if you will. So I've been drinking a lot more Organifi, specifically the green juice. Holy shit, I am obsessed with this stuff. I am so, so glad that I tried it out with some non-dairy almond milk because this is a total game changer. It's creamy, it's a little bit sweet, it's minty, it's got tons and tons of health benefits, and all wrapped up into one little serving of drink powder. Super, super easy to make. I love putting a scoop of this into my almond milk, shaking it up, putting it in the fridge, and drinking it mid-morning when I need that little energy boost, particularly around my workouts or if I'm going to go train, and it has just been such a little treat that I look forward to every single day. Let me tell you, if you were to mix all of these ingredients in individually, whoa, A, that would be super messy, B, it would be very time consuming, and C, it would probably be a lot more expensive than just buying this container. I like hitting the easy button, not gonna lie. I don't need to do everything the hard way. And with ingredients like wheatgrass, moringa, spirulina, chlorella, matcha powder, ashwagandha, red beet powder, turmeric, you really can't go wrong. With 11 different superfoods inside here, green juice is perfect for supporting your body, supporting your stress response, and getting more nutrients in during the day. That is definitely a win-win-win in my mind. So if you are curious about it and want to try out some Organifi for yourself, I highly recommend the green juice. I love all of Organifi's products, but I am particularly obsessed with this one right now. You can go ahead and use the code EXPAND at checkout to save 15% off, which is pretty significant. And while you're at it, if you are looking for some healthier hot chocolate, I would highly recommend the Harmony blend. Oh my God, it's so good. It is so good. I literally look forward to <laughs> a mug of that every single night. I just put a little bit of non-dairy creamer in there, some collagen for some additional health benefits, and the glycine that can also support sleep. And I am good to go, happy as a little clam. So again, you can use code EXPAND for 15% off your order. If you do, go ahead and order. Be sure to tag me in your Instagram stories so I can see what you got and see how much you're loving the products. Before I dive into some of the tools that I use and recommend, I did want to answer a couple of questions that I got when I posted on Instagram that I wanted to do a podcast episode all about my spirituality journey and what it's done for me. And you all showed up big time. I absolutely love answering questions from you all. I think it's a really helpful way to open up and further the discussion even more and touch on things that maybe I wouldn't have thought of. So the first question is, what do I do when I struggle or have a hard time or hard times? What helps me through it? Okay, so yes, 100%. My answer here is going to be leaning back on my spirituality because there's going to be a point in your life where you're like, I can't fucking do anything else. Like, I can't work any harder. I can't train any harder. harder. Maybe if you're an athlete or a climber, I can't do more. Like physically, I can't do more. So I need to go inwards. I need to do work on myself. I need to do healing. I need to set boundaries. 
And for me, when things feel really hard, it's usually a sign that I have been ignoring my physical body. I've probably been overworking. I've probably been too much in my masculine energy, and it's time to come back to the feminine. It's time to come back to the intuition, the creativity, the flow, the allowing and stop trying to force and push things. So for me, if you've listened to the episode on my morning routine, I am absolutely still meditating every single day. That is something that is a non-negotiable for me. Sometimes that meditation session looks like brain rewiring. Sometimes it looks like energy healing. Sometimes it looks like manifesting in more money. Sometimes it looks like speaking with the consciousness of my business. There's so many different ways that I can meditate and connect. Some of those are guided. Some of those aren't. I'm actually moving more towards unguided meditation sessions lately just because for me, I really love guided to help get me started. And it took me about like almost honestly a year of guided meditations to be ready (laughs) to feel like I could go out on my own and actually pay attention and not feel like I'm distracted and like trying to get myself to focus every second of the meditation. It took me a while. So it was a lot of practice doing the guided to gain the confidence to then do unguided meditations. And I just like to see what comes up because usually that's the thing that's going to be the key to unlocking whatever it is that I'm struggling with or some information is going to drop in or maybe I'm speaking with a certain member of my spirit guide team and that's really going to be the solution or answer that I'm looking for. So that's kind of, I guess, more short-term, more long-term. It's going in and asking, like, what's blocking me? What's not serving me anymore? What patterns, people, habits do I need to release and let go of? What boundaries do I need to set? Like, what are those bigger things that maybe I've been avoiding or, like, trying to pretend don't exist? Maybe because they're too uncomfortable, they're too big, they feel too scary. It's, you know, the fear of the unknown. So going in and really asking for support around that, asking for clarity, asking for direction. And I mean, truly at the end of the day, I mean, and this is why I got to that surrender point in the first place is I was just like, there's nothing more that I can do. Like, I have to just trust that this is for my highest and best and reminding myself of that. So whether that is journaling and just writing out like, you know what, this is for my highest and best and here's why, here's actually all of the good things that I can see in this situation. Um, I did this actually with a launch very recently. And for me, it wasn't, it didn't go how I wanted it to go, how my 3D human ego self wanted it to go. And it was a big challenge for me to sit down and actually write down why this launch was successful. And when I did that, I was like, oh, wow, okay, well, when I look at it through that lens, like, this is really successful. Okay, like, that was actually kind of great. So taking the time to actually sit down and reflect and ask yourself, where am I secretly feeling relieved that this thing didn't or didn't happen? Asking yourself what you do truly want and desire and asking yourself where you can be more honest super important, where you can be more honest with yourself on what it is that you want and what it is that you need to release. So I think journaling can be a really big help. I also have a spiritual mentor. I think that that is really, really helpful. So she not only helps me heal from a lot of trauma, we've done a lot of somatic work together, but she also helps me to 
really cultivate my intuitive gifts and my intuition. And she's kind of like a, a soundboard for me because I'm new to all of this. So I'm like, uh, is this is this right? Like, here's what I saw. Here's what I, you know, gathered from this. And she really helps me walk through this. She's not necessarily saying like, yes, this is right or wrong, because I think it's very, you know, individual to each person. But she's more of like, okay, cool. Where can we go from there? What you told me? What direction can we go? Maybe it means this. She's really just like opening up my viewpoint on things and introducing different modalities and techniques for me. The second question that I got, which actually I really loved this question, it really made me think a lot, is did I have any prior spirituality before channeling? So channeling, if you're not sure what that is, there are a couple different forms of channeling. So you can trance channel, which means that you are kind of completely like you are out of your body and there is an entity speaking through you. It can also be like with art, if there's like an entity drawing through you. And there's also channeling where you are still like you're conscious, like you're aware of the things that you're saying and you're doing. And for me, I was like, wait, I don't, I don't channel. And then I was like, okay, I actually do when I teach, when I coach, when I record podcasts, when I record different modules for my programs, all of that information is channeled. Like that, for me, I feel like I'm in the flow. I am not trans-channeling because I am definitely still present. Like I know what's happening. But for me, it's trusting and leaning into that. And you can only really access that form of channeling if you're able to surrender and release some of that control. So before I started teaching and coaching, like yeah, absolutely not. I didn't really have any experiences of that because I was never put in those positions. I never put myself in those positions, I should say. I had jobs where it was manual labor and working at climbing gyms, and I didn't have the opportunity to teach or to speak or to share knowledge or my truth. So those gifts, like they didn't really need to be opened up. Once I stepped into the role of coach, like all of a sudden the gates were open and I was like, I would listen back to things that I did and I'm like, holy shit, like that was really good. Like where did actually all of that come from? And that's when I really started to notice like, okay, I am channeling this information from the universe. I'm like the middle woman in this equation where the information is coming from the universe into my head and out my throat and to, to whoever needs to hear it. And I really trust that whoever needs to hear this information will hear it. It will find them and it will reach them. So that's kind of a little bit about that. I think that channeling is really fascinating. I think that I would have to do a lot, a lot more work releasing my ego, releasing control in order to step into trans channeling. And I'm not even sure if that's, you know, something that's necessarily meant for me. I haven't felt that tug or that pull or that nudge to go that direction. Not everybody that's spiritual is meant for everything, if that makes sense. So there are definitely different types of healers, like different people work with energy. Some people work a lot with those who have passed on. There are people that work with past lives. There are people that really specialize in the Akashic Records. There are people that their thing is trans-channeling, and not everybody is meant to do everything. But I think kind of what's important here is if you feel 
called to something, like you feel particularly interested in it or you feel a particular passion or a desire to learn more, that's probably meant for you. It's probably on your path. So I think it's really important to follow those nudges, follow those urges, even if they don't necessarily make sense. Maybe you're meant to look into and explore one thing and it actually opens up a door for you to explore something else. I think that that's really important because you have to kind of like You have to take it one step at a time. Like, we can't just completely fast forward our way to where we're going to be. We have to learn different things that open up different doors and opportunities. Like, it really is what makes life so fun. Alrighty, let's talk about some of the tools that you can use to start to develop your spiritual practice, to start to develop some of your intuitive gifts. And I really do think that spirituality and intuition go together once you start to dive more into spirituality. You're probably going to start to notice like, okay, wow, like I'm starting to really have these strong gut feelings to either do or not do something, to say yes to something or like, nope, that's not meant for me. Maybe you're somebody who's a little bit more clairvoyant like me and you can see things. And it's not necessarily like for me, the way that I see things is I can see it playing out like a movie. Um, I can do this best with my eyes closed. Sometimes I can do it with my eyes open, but I can see things playing out like a movie scene. And for me, that's just my strongest clear sense. Um, some people might be more clear sentient, which is clear feeling. Some people might be more clear audience, which is clear hearing. And that just means that maybe you're hearing, you know, a loved one's voice, maybe your spirit guide team's voice, maybe you're hearing your own voice. It's your higher self speaking to you. And I wouldn't be afraid of those things at all. Like those intuition is part of your gifts as a human being. And, you know, I'm really learning a lot more about this in the book club that I'm running. We are reading Women Who Run With the Wolves. They have an entire chapter on connecting back to your intuition. And it's been really eye opening because I'm like, holy shit, like finally finally an intersection where, you know, science kind of meets what I have always felt, but I tried to like shove down or push away for the longest time because I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm really weird. Like if I say I'm like into using my intuition and like, yeah, I was just afraid of a lot of judgment. So I highly recommend that book if you are wanting to read it with us. I'll link the book club. It's totally free. You can join us. We are still pretty early on. So if you want to join us in the book club, feel free to join. I'll link it in the show notes below. But I do really think that as you dive deeper into your spirituality journey, your intuitive gifts will start to open up. So one of my non-negotiables as a spirituality tool that I use is daily meditation. Like if you have not yet (laughs) done my 22-day meditation challenge, this is a completely free challenge. I would highly recommend it. I've got 22 different meditations with different topics every single day that will dive into different themes like feminine and masculine energy, cultivating your intuition, inner child healing, shadow work. Like there's so many different themes within these 22 days that you like you're really going to feel highly activated after listening to these. So I will also link that in the 
show notes. If you have not gone through that yet and you are looking to start your spirituality practice, this can be something that's really helpful and beneficial because each of these meditations, they're all under 15 minutes and they're guided. Some of the meditations are really short. They're like eight minutes. So it'll really help kickstart this process for you. And having the 22 days can provide a lot of accountability and support and really just having this tool that's something that you can create a routine around like, okay, maybe I do it in the morning and I wake up, I drink my coffee, I meditate, and then I move on with the rest of my day. And building out a practice and a routine around that will help solidify that routine for you. So for me, when I'm meditating, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but this can be anything from connecting with the consciousness of my business to brain rewiring to manifestation to working with money. There are so many different things that I do inside meditation and it really just is on a daily basis. Like I feel into the energy of what I'm going through, things that I might be struggling with, questions that I might have, how I'm feeling in my physical body, and that will kind of guide what my meditation is for that day. I have noticed that if I don't meditate during the day, especially in the morning, like the rest of my day just feels off. My ability to handle triggers, like I'm just, I'm more reactive as a person and I just, I don't want to be that way personally. One of the biggest benefits that you can actually get from meditating, you know, beyond the the mental clarity and the peace and the calm is receiving downloads. So these are little nuggets or hints or nudges from the universe that tell you to go work with this person or they tell you to reach out to this person or they tell you that you need to go to this grocery store at a certain time. These are little messages and signs from the universe that are trying to get your attention so that you can step further onto your path of alignment. And I have gotten so many downloads from meditation and this is actually why I've started to do more unguided meditations lately is because it allows for more of these messages to come through. Because when I'm not limiting myself to what I'm focusing on, then I can actually allow a lot more to come in. So downloads are really, really big. And I mean, this is honestly like, this is a shortcut that I think a lot of people don't use. Like if you could get somewhere faster, why would you not? Like, why would you struggle and make it harder on yourself? Like you can literally just tune in to the universe tune into yourself and you'll be able to bring a lot more of these answers to the surface. I truly believe that everybody has the answers inside of themselves, but really often like we don't take enough time to slow down. We don't take enough time to integrate. We second guess ourselves. We don't allow for this inspiration to come through us and we just like shove it back down. Like there's some deep part of us that's like, no, I have to struggle and I must suffer for this. Like I have to work hard. I can't just let things be easy. So I really am a big fan of receiving downloads in my meditations. I think that that's something that a lot of people should be using. Like why not? Why would you not do it? Okay, talking about brain rewiring, I mean, if you've been listening to this show, I talked about it in the beginning, like, I love brain rewiring, like, there's, especially for spirituality, I think that there's this massive connection aspect to source, to spirit, and getting in tune with what you want. Like, when you are finally prioritizing yourself and giving yourself space and time to ask yourself, like, wait, what do I want to create in my life? You're going to start questioning things. You're going to start realizing, holy shit, things have to crumble. Things have to fall apart in order me to, in order for me to build what I want to build. 
You'll also receive tons of downloads during your brain rewiring rounds. Like there's just a lot of magic happening in these. Like it felt like my (laughs) invitation to Hogwarts when I went through brain rewiring because it was this big realization of like, oh my God, I really like I am literally magic. And connecting me to the universe, being thankful for the things that are in my life, you know, both the things that I feel like are hard and challenging and the things that I'm like, yes, more of this, please. Like, I definitely want more of this in my life. So that's been a huge catalyst for growth. Highly recommend going through Synergy if you have not already and you are interested in going through brain rewiring. Again, those details will be in the show notes. And for today only, that is 22% off both the paid in full option and the payment plan option. Okay, another tool that I really love is a high energy healing. So there are so many things that you can do with this energy. It is a very feminine, loving, powerful energy. It adjusts to the individual. So if you are somebody that needs a little bit more of a restorative session, I've definitely had a couple clients lately that are just like, you know what, I wish I was feeling better, but this is just where I'm at right now. Like I just, I need some love. I need some restoration. I need some rejuvenation and I just want to feel better. This energy can adjust to that. to fill you up with energy, to fill you up with love, to support you and meet you where you're at. It can also activate you. It can also be very, very activating inside the energy healing sessions that I do for myself and my clients. I am often activating any upgrades available to me or to my clients. I am activating any dormant DNA, so gifts that I might have had in the past, and really allowing those to come to the surface and turn online now. So for me personally, I believe that we've all lived a lot of lives. Like we are we are here, we are living out this life, but there are many gifts that we might have had in the past that have not come online yet because we haven't needed them or we haven't wanted them to turn on. If you have seen the movie The Eternals, that's kind of like the best way that I can describe it. Um, We've kind of like lived these past lives and every time we are born again, we forget kind of everything that has come before. We have these like whisperings, like we we feel this connection and we kind of like wonder, has there been something else? You know, did I did I live on this ship? Why do I feel this strong connection with water? Like, why, why is that? You know, why do I feel that way when nobody else around me does? And I really do think it's because we have lived those past lives and we kind of have that that recognition there, but maybe we don't fully understand or see what that was. So I'm always asking for any dormant DNA to be turned back on, going into past lives and clearing any energy that needs to be cleared within there because sometimes our past lives, like, they're not necessarily serving us. I remember one of the readings that I got for me was I actually had a past life as, like, a thief in a market. So, of course, I would feel now in my current life, I'm going to feel a lot of stress around money and not having enough because I really had to like fend for myself. And it was really in this way that's obviously not in integrity is being a thief. So I had this really challenging relationship with money for a long time until we went in and we cleared that cord between that past life and where I'm at right now. So there's a lot of healing and cord cutting that we can do in there, you know, not just with past lives, but cord cutting surrounding the people that you surround yourself with right now. Really common ones are are with the mother and the father. Oh my God, like most people have these. Most sessions that I've done recently, I've gone into, sometimes these cords are ready to be cut and sometimes they're not. Sometimes the cord is my sign to tell the client that like, hey, this actually might be the 
start of the conversation, like maybe this healing process is just about to begin and just kind of putting this on your radar. You know, you can do with this information what you will, but just so that you know this cord isn't ready to be cut or released and that there is work to be done before that happens. We can do inner child healing. We can go to your Akashic records. Again, the records are everything that ever has happened, everything that ever could happen, and really asking questions like, how can I adjust to my my highest timeline. If I continue on this path for the next five years, where will I end up? What are three things that I need to do in order to activate my highest path? Really specific questions like that that you can get answers and responses to so that you can have a lot more direction in your life. I, I love energy healing for all of these reasons and the high energy specifically. This operates at the frequency of miracles. It's a 7D frequency and I've really just seen a lot of benefit with it. Again, that's also on sale for the Big Bad website sale, so be sure to use the code BIGBADSALE at checkout to save 22%. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Another tool that I really love are my oracle cards. I really want to love tarot cards, but I'm not quite there. So for all of you that love tarot cards, like, props to you because I'm I'm like a little bit afraid of them, which is why I know that eventually I'm going to come back around to them. Right now is not necessarily the right time, but with oracle cards, like I really need, I need that positivity. Like I need those cards to love up on me, to really like give me that good mojo, to give me the confidence boost, to get me to face some of the things in my life. Like I really love oracle cards for the direction and the clarity that they can give. I typically pull cards every day. Sometimes it's with my morning meditation. Sometimes it's a little bit later and just getting some guidance or if I have a question that I really want some support around, that can be a really helpful thing. And if you have not yet tried tarot or oracle cards, I would highly recommend getting a deck that resonates with you. I mean, I have probably way too many, but every time I go to the store, I'm like, ooh, that one's like calling my name. It's like whisper yelling at me to use it. And I always have such a good experience with the oracle cards. With tarot, um, these ones are a little bit more like you really got to face your shit. Like if you pull a tarot tarot spread, you might not love what comes up for you. If you're pulling an oracle card spread, you're probably gonna be like, wow, yeah, I love that. That's so empowering. And that's not to say like tarot is not awesome. It absolutely is. But they're just two different tools. Okay, so lastly, my favorite tool is a super simple one. It's called journaling. All you need to do is have a notebook or open up a new document on your computer and writing down whatever pops into your mind. Like, I truly, truly believe that we are, we all have the ability to self-heal and journaling can be a really powerful way to do that. You can start to draw connection points. You can start to really practice thought shifting, which is a huge, huge modality that I teach inside brain rewiring, which is shifting out of victim mindset and starting to really ask why you know, why did this happen for me instead of why did this happen to me? You can start to notice different parallels. You can start to pull out different instances. You can start to listen to your intuition and start to notice red flags a lot sooner. So I just really, really love journaling. You know, whether you are somebody that likes prompts or maybe you just want to brain dump, I find that once I get all of the thoughts and information out of my head, like, holy shit, I feel so much better after that. And it was just taking up space in my head and nothing new could come in before that. So giving myself some time and space to release that information often allows new information in. 
All right, so since today's topic is spirituality, I've got a treat for you. It's a card pull. Are we surprised? This is from the Oracle deck, Gateway of Light Activation. I freaking love this deck. It's beautiful. It really calls to me, and it really, I think, allows me to connect with different spiritual beings, different spiritual phenomenons that might have happened, and it just provides me a lot of clarity. So the card that I have pulled today is the Earth Star Activation card, and it has Goddess Isis on the front. It says, Anchoring, Grounded Action, and Isis Energy. Okay, I mean, how fitting is that? Come on. The description says, The Earth Star Chakra, found around 6 to 12 inches below our feet, is the energetic portal that connects us directly with the soul wisdom of Mother Earth. It is our gateway to the underworld of the Earth, a space of sacred magic and mystery where we will find a lot of the tools, gifts, and skills the ancients used to connect with the Earth and her wisdom. The Egyptian goddess Isis appears on this card as our spiritual guide. She is the high priestess of the stars who knows the importance of connecting with the underworld to stay grounded aware and manifest all that we need to grow follow in her footsteps by connecting to your earth star anchor down and go digging within to find any parts of your magic wisdom and experiences you have pushed down both in this incarnation and in previous lifetimes these tools could be helpful on the next phase of your journey The message for this card says, when you draw this card, know your earth star has been activated and the wisdom you once ignored is finally being acknowledged. The rejected parts of yourself have now been rediscovered. There's an opportunity for you to rediscover magic too, but stay firmly rooted in all of your endeavors. Let the earth hold and sustain you. Don't rush ahead. In fact, if you've been wondering if it's time to move forward, know that it isn't. Stay put for the time being. Important information is about to be revealed, so wait and stand strong. This is a time of integration and rest rather than pushing forward. Great wisdom lies within you. Dive deep and find it and trust in yourself. You have more strength than you realize. In order to connect with this card, it suggests imagine deep roots from the soles of your feet penetrating the earth and anchoring around a giant copper crystal star. Visualize streams of consciousness moving up into your feet. Receive them, then listen deeply. Does it get more perfect than that? I do not think so. And what this card really brings up is that you do have all of the information inside you. You have the access to it. You are more powerful than you think or believe. I really love that it brought up grounding as well. And for me, it's not just necessarily like the earth is supporting me. I really like to think of my cords are going into the earth and charging the earth just as much as the earth is charging me. So whether you are barefoot in the sand, barefoot in the grass, maybe you're laying on the ground, you're soaking up that energy, that can also be a really powerful spiritual tool that you use to connect further with your intuition, with the universe, and with our with the collective as a whole. So let me know if you enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun putting this one together. A lot of this was just speaking from the heart, sharing my experience, Let me know if you found it helpful. Tag me on Instagram. I'm at Expand with Chelsea. I'd love to see what resonated with you from this episode, what you're excited to try, what you're excited to lean further into. If you haven't yet left a rating or review of the podcast, I'd really appreciate if you would take just a little bit of your time to go do so. It helps other people find the show as well. And if you have somebody in your life that would benefit from listening to this show, feel free to send it over to them. It really means the world to me. Thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you next episode.